All right. Today on the podcast, we have Coach John Smith uh, from Summers County High School. We talk about special teams, talk about uh, defensive backs, and I know you'll love listening to him on the podcast. We have Coach John Smith on the podcast today. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Coach. I appreciate you having me today. Thank you. Yeah, man. Uh, we connected on Twitter, as basically all my guests are. They're all Twitter <laughs> Twitter people. Um, give the uh, listener a little background about yourself, if you don't mind. All right. Uh, again, my name is John Smith. I coach at Summers County High School. I'm a special teams coordinator, running back coach, defensive back coach. Um, I also do the JV head football coach here. Um, when you when you teach and coach at a small school, you got to do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, I've been here at Summers County. This is going on my sixth year. I came in under Coach Nathan Tanner, who's now at Parksburg South. Um, coach Tanner left. Then we was uh, we was fortunate enough to get Coach Vickers to come in, and Coach Vickers uh, kept us on staff. And uh, we've been rolling ever since, man. That's awesome. So, man, you're all those titles, plus you're the JV head coach. The first thing I want to ask you about is being the JV head coach, because that is a skill. Talk about how how you go about doing that, because that's like herding cats, I feel like, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, man, it is. Um, you know, we, we've been fortunate to get, you know, 32, 35 kids out in single way football every year. Um, so with that number, you know, this year with COVID, we decided not to do JV ball. But normally we do JV ball and we're pretty good at it. Um, the number one thing that I have to do is make sure that my coaching staff understands what kids I have to have <laughs> as well on Monday night. Um, instead of, you know, just um, taking, you know, random kids. Um, unfortunately, also in J, you know, at Summers County, sometimes, you know, those 35 kids, you know, your starting left tackle may also have to play left tackle at your JV game. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Challenge, I mean, um, but we use it as a developmental. I got you. You there, coach? Yeah, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got you. Um, yeah, man. I mean, talk, but like, talk about that. So talk about like, how do y'all decide, you know, who plays just varsity, who plays varsity and JV? What's, what's the thought process with that? All right. So usually our thought process is you got to be pretty good to play uh, varsity football, you know, um, as a ninth grader, 10th grader, you have to be able to, um, you know, come in and do the right things, you know, that we're expecting. So uh, one thing that we do, we try to limit the participation in JV ball to ninth and 10th graders. If we get a kid that comes out 12th grade and never played before, we may put him in there for a week or two, get the ropes. So, um, you know, we tried to, it, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to pick who's going to play where, because, you know, you may have a kid that is a running back that will play really good for you on a Friday night, but you also need him on Monday night, but then you have to watch film on Monday with the varsity group. Um, so it's tough, but we, we tried to limit it to ninth and 10th graders, um, our JV group. Um, and then, you know, again, we're not about wins and losses at le that level. We're about, you know, them understanding our philosophy, how we're going to run, you know, power. How are we going to throw Viper, you know, our, our four go routes? How are we going to do that? So that's what we do. Sometimes it's that's been 11, 12 guys that I've took. <laughs> oh, no doubt. I mean, Man, this past year 
with COVID, we didn't get a chance to play JV. Now, the year before, we definitely we played like a full JV schedule pretty much. Um, but man, like COVID just it wrecked our our JV stuff because we had kids like especially ninth graders that didn't come out. Uh, their parents put them in virtual, didn't want them to play football. Um, talk about that. So, how did, did y'all have a JV this year uh, with COVID? Uh- Unfortunately, we did not have a JV this year with COVID. We decided this year that we was going to focus on our varsity just because of, you know, social distancing and um, everything that we had to do to just get a varsity season in. I mean, um, we lost two weeks of football because of COVID, unfortunately, you know. So uh, we, we thought, you know, it, it, it did hurt our kids in a way because some of our ninth and 10th graders um, didn't get played as much. But um, when we talk about special teams in a little bit, I'll tell you kind of how we fix that problem in a sense. Um, so, so we did we do some things that keep kids around with that. But um, no JV this year um, really hurt us because we have a we have a ninth grade quarterback that I think would be really special for us. Um, but unfortunately, due to some stuff with COVID, he he didn't get a lot of time. So. Yeah, coach, no doubt you're preaching to the choir here. We finished with like twenty something. Uh, brave souls. I mean, I, I was so proud of our kids, man. The end of this year, we we lost 14 starters due to you know transfer injury or or um, didn't play because of COVID. So I, I feel you on that, man. It was uh we just we had, we were we had fighting the same for, thing, for sure. We had the same thing. We start out with uh 30 kids at the beginning of the year, and we 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 thought we'd get a little bit more, but then we sure. ended up like 22 injuries. You know kids uh having to quit because maybe grandparent had a surgery something of that mm-hmm. nature so um it was definitely tough for us this year as well no doubt uh, so talk, let's 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 get into you know, your special teams talk about because i know some some schools like for us we divide it up amongst the coaching staff uh do you do all the special teams at summers county all right so here's how our special teams works um I basically organize all the special teams. I do kickoff, kick return, punt, punt return, um, and, you know, our hands team and all that. But our defensive coordinator, I kind of let him take over the punt return. That's because, you know, punt return is basically your defense. Um, So he does take care of that. He also takes care of our field goal team. Um, He takes care of the alignment and assignment there. So um, other than that, I do take care of, you know, scouting the opposite team on everything um i take care of you know if a kid gets hurt who's our replacement um i i kind of feel like coach justice right now with a collar map because i have a map of every kid and where they play and how they play and uh it it is you know being up in the box like i was this year i kind of gave that role to another assistant coach to get them lined up and every week it was a different collar and the guys were like you know man i think you're getting some coach justice philosophies here so uh but yeah i do take care of all the special teams i mean that's just something that i really enjoyed doing whenever uh coach tanner was here he kind of did it and let me kind of piggyback off of him then when coach vickers came um he gave me the the true role of special teams coordinator that's awesome man so let's go through these special teams talk about your philosophy you know what you like to do with them so I always start with, in my mind, I start with punt and kickoff and whatever way you want to go with that. But I think punt and kickoff are the most important because those are the ones people can score on. So, sure. so talk about, talk about, you know, we, let's start with punt. Talk about like, what do you like uh, for your, for your punt team? 
Okay, for our punt team, um, I'm a big guy on making sure that that punter is protected. A lot of times our punter is not your traditional football player. You know, we, we could get a soccer kid back there. Um, we have been fortunate sometimes where our punter is our starting, you know, running back. That's happened. But um, usually I try to put three protectors back there, you know, and I usually go heavy to whatever side of the ball that he um, his foot is, you know, his foot. So usually we have a right foot uh, punter. So we usually, you know, I put two to the right, one to the left. We close the wall. Um, I always have a five-man front, then two receivers out split. I feel like um, that helps us with not getting blitz as much or getting, um, you know, pump block situations. Um, and, and I also tried to put two really good um, athletes out there because, you know, every once in a while you got to go for that fake. I mean, you, you have to practice a fake. And, um, you know, we've been fortunate where we haven't had to use the fake as much because, you uh, you know, we have a pretty good punter that can get the ball down there and our defense does its job. Um, so that that's for punt. Um, and then for kickoff, um, that, that's where things get a little special for us at Summers County. Um, we feel that our young guys can really contribute on our kickoff. So if a young kid comes out and is fast and can tackle, a lot of times they get a lot of experience on kickoff. And we do that um, to keep them, you know, in our program, especially in years like this where we didn't have a JV. Um, we, we was able to, um, you know, I think I had five freshmen out there at one point on kickoff just because they're fast and they're really energetic and want to do things down on that side of the ball. And then, you know, when, you know, talking about kicker, you know, sometimes we had a squib because – in single A football, and I'm sure it's like that in double A and triple A at certain spots too. You know, we don't have a soccer program, <laughs> so sometimes we just get kids that you know um, can put the ball in play, and we have to go down and make a tackle. So uh, the big thing for us on kickoff is you got to be able to tackle, you have to be fast, and you have to play assignment football. You know, um, we have certain rules for each kid, and you know I don't mind to share those rules. It's nothing that you can't find on YouTube or whatever, but. Our two outside guys are our Katane guys, um, and then our what we call our R2 and our L2. They build our triangle, so basically what they do, um, they're the deep Katane to make sure nothing really gets out there. And um, R3, L3, um, R4, L4, all those guys, you know, they're shoulder players, hip players, or face players, and their role is to go to the ball and get to the hips or get to the face or get to the – head and that's what we do and then our kicker his role is he's the top of the triangle and nothing gets past him so uh we've been successful with that i mean most teams um i mean since 2018 most teams are averaging about 20 22 yards um per you know per attempt so they're not getting too far downfield on us which sets up our defense to be able to do what they can do no doubt man i have never heard the triangle analogy and i love that uh I'm definitely going to steal that. Here. Yeah, man. I um, mean, afterwards, we can talk about that. Coach, Coach Tanner brought it in, and we really uh, kept implementing it. it. It's worked well for us. And, um, you know, when I say the two outside guys are contained, you know, they're getting down there trying to make plays, too. They're, there are guys mm -hmm. that we really – if we squib the ball, we want them two guys out there um, touching it, getting down there fast. Because, I mean, we, we play corners there. I mean, if you – you know, that's what we do. Our two starting corners have been playing there for three years. So uh, we're blessed now, where, in that. Where do you like to kick the ball? Like if, if all things are equal, talent's equal, 
you have a kicker. Where's your preference on kicking the football? So I'm, I'm guessing you're five and five. Yeah, right? we're five and five. Um, yes, sir. Is the ball in the middle of the field or on a hash when you kick off? Uh, we we kick. You know, we line the ball up straight on the X okay. on the forty. But um, we we like kicking deep corners, and the reason we like deep corners is because. Like I said, we put our two fastest kids that are R1 and L1, and those kids are, you know, their role is to get down there and be a contain, but our triangle guys is our contain guys, truly. Mm -hmm. So those guys are free roaming, and um, we do like kicking the corner. You know, um, you know, if you got talent like we play, like at Green Bar West, it doesn't matter where you kick the ball; they're going, <laughs> they're going to be able to do something with it. Um, so you know, it, it's all about game planning as well. Um, you know, if I if I'm playing a really fast team. Um, as we do with when we play Mount View, um, I'm going to squib it. And, you know, I'm not going to yeah. just put it. But if equal talent, like you said, um, I'm going to try to go deep corners. And um, I try to pick um, the less of the two evils that they put back there. You know, obviously, if you got a kick returner back there, they're back there because they can score. So uh, we, we try to game plan that a lot. You know, Monday when I come in, I really let the coach and staff know, hey, look, we can't kick to this guy this week. They're pretty, they're pretty good back there. So when you say squib, and I want to, because I've I've tried to explain to our kickers what a squib kick is, and I have obviously failed because we are not very good at it. So give me some coaching points on how you like in detail explain what a squib kick is to a kid that maybe hasn't ever played football or kicked a football until you know like August. Sure, um, <laughs> and we had that happen. <laughs> uh, so what we do. I have found the easiest way to do it is, you know, on our footballs in West Virginia, we have the West Virginia logo on it, you mm -hmm. know, um, with the SSAC. And I will tell them that's – I want them to aim at the top of the logo and kick it as hard as they can. And that – you know, we're not a true squib, you know, you know, getting it 15, 20. But what it does, it balances a lot on that. And we, we've been using that for I think three years now tell them hey kick the top of the WV um, and it's worked um, and basically with our squib kick our goal is you know we want them to get the ball about the 25 30 and then let our defense work um, and it's been good for us we've had a pretty good kick uh, kick game for the last really the last four years I mean um, and our kids our kids don't understand, like you said at first, what a true squib is, you know, unless they're playing Madden or something like that. But um, we just tell them, you know, kick kick the top of that WV um, logo and, and let it roll. And it, it's worked really well for us. And so that may be something you tell your guys. I mean, find that logo and kick the top of it. It's worked. Oh, yeah, man. That I mean, I, I was telling somebody on a podcast a little bit ago, that I do these so I don't forget what people say in our conversations. So, right. I mean, obviously other people like it's, a, it's not a private conversation. Obviously it's a public conversation, but it's something I can go back to and say, Hey, what did he, what did he say about that? Cause I want to go back and, and, and use that. I mean, I'm basically using this to steal people's ideas is what I'm doing for. I mean, coach Tanner told us, you know, we're, we're all thieves of the game. You know, that's mm -hmm. why we go clinics. That's why we do this, pick this up. And, uh, you know, I, that's why whenever you messaged me last night, I was like, man, I don't know why he's asking me. I'm just a young guy that uh, coaches special teams. But um, you're right. It's all about stealing and helping your kids out. No doubt. I'll transition here for a second. You talked about, you know, your corners. What do you, 
you know, you don't have to give away secrets, but like what's y'all's what's y'all's base on defense? What do you teach your corners? Sure. Um, sure. Those types I of things. Mean, it's no secret. Uh, uh, we're four three, um, and we we was uh, you know we played the under and we also play you know the overlook as well. Um, our corners, you know, we we play multi coverages. I mean, we play cover mm. one, we play cover two. Um, we could get in a cover three look, you know, where we walk down a safety, um, you know, to help with a tight end situation. Kind of like what uh, Coach Robertson was telling you the other day on his podcast. Mm. Um, uh, we also play um, a little bit of we call um, text or uh, we call read. And that's our, you know, we're, we're too reading. Um, we wasn't really good at that this year, so we we went away from it. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I've been blessed with some really good corners and safeties. Um, anybody that's played us can tell you, you know, our, you know we're, we've been pretty blessed there. Um, we may not be able to stop you much anywhere else, but, I mean, if you throw the ball, we'll, we'll at least contest it a little bit. Um, uh, you know, it, it really depends on our personnel. This year coming up, you know, we're going to have to make some changes, but it's no secret, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, we're cover, we're cover one, three, two. I mean, we played cover four before when Coach Vickers first came. Um, he's a big four three guy. Um, we we really like it because it fits our personnel really well. Yeah, I feel like at the high school level, it's all about fitting it to your personnel. Uh, you know, I was just watching some college uh, film this morning. I'm going to watch some NFL film. And man, like, yeah, that's great, but you know, they got a five-star wide receiver, or they signed, you know, that tailback, right. and you know, is, are the schemes sound? Are they probably the best schemes in the world because the best do them? Yeah, but you got to fit it to your to your guys, and you know, talk about you know your balance as a as a DB coach. You talking about two like you know two read wasn't great for y'all. Like, when do you decide, hey, I, I'm going to put more time into this, or I'm just going to cut it, and we're going to do something we're we're better at. Well, our defensive coordinator is probably one of the best around in single A football. Um, you know, other than you know Coach Vaughn at at Greenbrier West, um, this, our defensive coordinator really studies the game really well. Um, one thing that we do, we we kind of you know work it during preseason, try it out game one, two, maybe game three. And if it's really not working for us, we scrap it. I mean, we're not the kind of you know we're not going to keep putting band aids on something that. You know, it's not working, but um, our, our defense coordinator, he, he really gives us the reins on kind of, you know, what can we do? But, uh, I mean, he definitely wants us to be able to play cover one. He definitely wants us to be able to play cover, you know, uh, four, you know, maybe a cover three look whenever we're rolling, you know, doing some rolling stuff on motions, stuff like that, or cover six as we call it. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we, we're not going to spend a lot of time on something that's not working. You know, we, our kids really have a big say as well. You know, they'll come over coach, man, you know, Reed's not working. I I can't do it this week. I mean, that kid's just so good coming off the ball. He's giving me a false, false step. I can't, I can't pick it up. So then we, you know, we talk and if, man, let's lock this guy up. We lock him up. You know, we, we let our kids have a little bit of say in what we do. That's awesome, Coach. I I love that. Uh, I think you, know, you you talk about you know high school football. Your kids you know have to take ownership and have to feel comfortable with what you're doing um, to some degree, right? And obviously you got to push them. Sure. And you know, like your skill guys generally don't want to block, right? Yeah, and your linemen like not. generally, your like your linemen generally don't want to like pass pro because that's hard. 
You know what yeah. I mean? It's like it's stuff that we have to do, you know, because linemen want to just get downfield and ball people and hey, and pass pro, you gotta move your feet, you gotta stay square, you know, all that all that jazz. But um coach, talk a little about um, you know, the rest of your special teams you're in charge of. Talk about you know, like your are you in charge of field goal block or is your DC do that? Our our DC does that. Our DC, DC does, does that. that. Um he takes care of all, like I said we have a great relationship, the DC and I, we've been working together for six years. So, um, you know, there's a lot of trust there between us two and not, not saying our, you know, our head coach, we don't trust him or he don't trust us. We have a great relationship. It's just, um, we've been together so long that, um, you know, it's kind of like a bigger brothers, little brother situation. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about, um, you know, our punt, you know, we talked about that our punt return, um, you know, I'm going to put two kids back there that aren't afraid to catch the ball. I'm not worried about a big return um, as much as I'm worried about a kid that can catch the ball and not, you know, uh, fumble with it or put us on the one or something of that nature. Um, we're going we're gonna to play press man. If you, uh, you know, if you send two receivers, you know, out, we're going to put our corners out there, play press man. Um, we're going we're going to give you our conventional four three kind of look, but basically those two guys are the only two guys that are back, you know. Um, and, and we've staggered the look some. I mean, we've you know if we have a team that we think may kind of you know pooch kick or something like that, we'll do that. Um, when it comes to our, I, I found this unique, and I don't know how I was blessed with it, but I was. Um, our hands team is our same guys, and when I say hands team, that's our onside. You know, making sure that we, you know we're receiving the onside kick. They're the same guys that I put out there for my kick return. Um, oh, wow, we have a awesome. lot of baseball play. Yeah, we have a lot of baseball players that we play up front. Um, you know, that could that they can even be linemen, but we play them there because you know they feel the football. You know, they can feel the football just like they feel the baseball. Um, you know, and the same thing with our kickoff team. Our kickoff team is usually we we bring in two other guys. We did this year. I mean, I brought in a six four and a six two guy whenever it was, um, you know, one side kick stuff. You know, to try to get some height in there. But um, you know, that that's things that we try to do, and we keep we keep it simple. I mean, we keep it simple on uh, you know, kick return. I mean, it's no secret what we're going to do. We're wedge we're wedge middle. We don't have a right or left. We tried that for multiple years and. Man, we just wedge the middle, and they have assignments what they're going to do, and we try to get it upfield to about the thirty, let our OC do do his job. Um, mm-hmm. But but that's what we do special teams wise. Um, you know, we're we're fortunate because, like I said, we we do play a lot of young kids on that, and that keeps them coming back. You know, when I'm recruiting the hallways, you know, and I see a eleventh grader that hasn't played in a while, I'd be like, man, I, I'd probably put you on a special teams and. I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of gets the juices rolling, you know, for those kids. So we're fortunate in that aspect that, you know, we don't we don't care to play a 14-year-old ninth grader, you know, on special right. teams. Oh, no doubt, man. I think if they can go down and tackle and make a contribution, that's how they get their, their shot. You know, that's how they, right. they get a chance to be on the field and and uh, show that they can they can play some, some varsity minutes for sure. Sure. Coach, as we – we wrap this thing up. Talk, talk to younger coaches. I like to do this at the end of most of my podcast. Uh, talk to younger coaches about, you know, what's it like to get into the coaching profession and what are some tips uh, you can give to people who maybe you're looking to get in uh, to being a coach? Man, it was, um, 
it was a blessing that I was able to get along with uh, Coach Tanner. I didn't know Coach Tanner from um, Adam and Eve. Um, one day I was sitting at my house, and uh, the Lord, I guess the Lord called me to message Coach Tanner on Facebook. And basically I told Coach, you know, hey, I had an itch to help with high school football. Um, and he, he brought me down here, and I came from the Power Eye <laughs> from Greenbar West. That's what we ran. You know, we was Power Eye and learning the spread that he came up with. And if you know Coach Tanner, he is, he is really good with a spread offense. So um, had to learn a lot. It was fun. Um, it was a big adjustment to try to understand that high school football is not like any other football that I've ever been around before in my life. Um, you have to be able to be um, dedicated. You got to work. Um, it, it's a 24-7, 365 job. You know, in the off season, you're not really off. Um, you know, you have to be able to have a balance between work and home. And it's tough because, um, you know, I'll see something that you post on Twitter or somebody posts on Twitter, and I want to sit there and, read about it for two or three hours and um but as a young coach um it I, I think the biggest thing for me and I would tell any young coach to find a mentor that you can tell anything to and not feel um not feel like hurt when they come back to you and your your decision's not what they want and I had that with coach Tanner um, I have that with some other coaches in the state. Um, I'm real fortunate to be able to talk to Mike Young at Willen Central. Um, mm. I feel like he's a big mentor to me. Um, and I know Scott Holtz, he's out of the coaching range right now, but he was at Cameron for a few years. And Scott is a great guy to talk to. And, you know, Donnie Mays, you guys do do things well. And um, I think that's a big thing. Networking is huge um, because, you know, one day my hope and dream is to be a – head football coach and um you know i can't do it without you know learning all aspects of the game and um it, it's tough what head guys do so my biggest thing if i have one thing i would tell the young guys is um find a mentor and um embrace your role embrace your role because your time will come your time will come that's awesome coach smith you that's that's wonderful advice man i i, I can think back to being a, a younger coach and uh the guys that poured into me uh, shaped me for, you know, for my the rest, the rest of my career. I think back on what they, the stuff they've told me all the time. And coach, I appreciate you coming on, man. I know you're a busy guy and I know you, this is a, this was awesome. We have, I've never had a special teams person on the podcast. So, uh, that you, uh, you fit a niche here, coach. I appreciate you coming and sharing your wisdom. Yes, sir. Coaching. Anytime you want to talk, I'm here for football. <laughs> awesome, buddy. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. You too.